The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. This is the Disability Law Show. Hey, hey, welcome. It is the Disability Law Show. That means it's a Friday. Weekend is here, but first a half hour of what you need to know. You want to reach out to Savant, Savant to Market, co-founding partner Sam Firu to Market LLP. They are the most positively reviewed law firm in this entire country. Check that out. You want to reach out, have a chat, get some more information. Really simple. one 821 5900 Help at disabilityrights.ca. And there's another forum. In fact, it's a website built anonymously and free for you to ask more questions, mydisabilityquestions.com. And then finally, ltdfaq.ca, memos about LTD at that website. It's really, really simple to navigate and understand. It'll take you like moments to uh, to take advantage of it, ltdfaq.ca. But we have a lot of stuff uh, to get through over the next half hour. Savannah, we're going to talk about tips if you've been involved in a serious car accident. This is an amazing topic and involves pretty Pretty much everybody over the age of 16, so you want to listen to this. But first, you got something to talk about off the hop, pal. What's up? I do, John. Yeah, I want to talk about an email that I received earlier this week. It's, it's it actually has to do with a car accident, but also in the context of long-term disability, which, of course, you know, we deal with both of these uh, uh, types of issues. Uh, so, so really, this has to do with an individual here who was in a car accident, a pretty uh, um, bad one, uh, May of last year. Uh, so, so almost a year ago, the other driver, the driver at fault for the accident, was drunk. The uh, accident actually happened near Ottawa. And at the time of the accident, the injuries included the major concussion. And for anybody out there who hears the word concussion, just so you know, concussion is a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Now, it can be a mild concussion. It can be a, a severe concussion, but it's a brain injury. So a major concussion, neck and shoulder and vision uh, injuries. He still has vision problems. This is almost a year later. Can barely see. He was a, tr- a truck driver. That was his job. Because of his poor eyesight, he has not been able to return to work. His salary was over sixty thousand a year. He's about sixty years old, and he's also receiving long-term disability. And he mm-hmm. wants to file a claim for the car accident now. And so the question is, can we assist him with that? So let me break this down. It's really important. Number one. If you are injured in a car accident in Ontario, you potentially have two types of claims. Uh, One has to do with the benefits that you may be entitled to from your own insurance company. Those are called accident benefits. And and those things include income replacement if you can't work. Uh, They they include medical and rehabilitation benefits, attendant care potentially, etc., etc. But there is another type of claim you can make for the car accident if it's not your fault, which is against the at-fault driver. Mm -hmm. And this is really important here. Now, in this case, the other driver was drunk. Now, being drunk, you know, drinking and driving is an offense, obviously, under the criminal code. But not only that, if you do that, you're deemed to have breached uh, provisions of your own automobile policy, meaning you're not allowed to do that. What that means, what that means in, in layman's terms is that if this individual who contacted me wants to go after this driver, or at least access that driver's automobile insurance uh, um, uh, limits, which are typically a million dollars that he can access uh, if he has a legitimate claim for that, which he does in this case, uh, you want to make sure that there is insurance on the other driver that is going to respond to your claim, right? I mean, John, if you're in that situation, God forbid, somebody injured you, you can't work now, you're losing all this money, 
you're going to have pain and suffering in the future, you have a brain injury, etc. You want to be able to get the insurance money from the other driver's insurance. Mm-hmm. But if that driver was drunk, his policy limits, which the standard limits in Ontario are a million bucks in a case like this, they drop down to $200,000, meaning that there's only potentially $200,000 that that driver, drunk driver, has in coverage that can respond to this claim, meaning that this person can lay his hands on. And so what we do in this situation is we look to see if our own client's insurance company will then pony up the difference. And and again, not to get too technical here, but you know, if you zoom out here, I'm talking about a lot of issues, a lot of things. And John, I can do a whole show just on this case, this poor individual here who now has a, a potential claim against the other driver, a potential claim against his own insurance company for additional benefits. And he's on LTD right now. And you you and I have talked enough about long-term disability to know that at some point, without a doubt, he'll be cut off LTD with his LTD insurer. And so yep. he potentially may have a claim there. <clears throat> so it's really, really critical to make sure that if you are injured in a car accident or any any type of accident where someone else was at fault, that you seek legal advice immediately. You need to do that for a very simple reason. If you don't, you may miss very important timelines for collecting certain benefits that are owed to you by law. In addition to that, you may also not get the full benefits that you otherwise would have been entitled to, not because not only because you know you passed the timelines, but because you know certain things were not filed correctly or not filed at all, which means that if you could access attendant care, somebody to help you at home, for example, you didn't do that. You know, you could have had somebody come in and help you with things around the home. Uh, what if you need medical rehabilitation benefits that you don't have access to? Maybe you need massage. Maybe you need chiropractic. Maybe you need these kinds of things. You have access to those through your own insurer. And, and in, with respect to accident benefits, by the way, in Ontario, uh, it, it, there are different types of injuries that are categorized in different ways by the automobile insurance uh, uh, scheme. You have minor injuries. We have a minor injury guideline where you're allowed X amount of dollars for your treatments. It's typically up to $3,500. You have non-catastrophic impairments where you potentially can get up to $65,000. And then you have catastrophic impairments where you potentially have a million bucks that's available to you from your own insurer. So again, if you are in that situation or you have a family member in that situation who was injured in a very bad accident and you need legal help, Please contact us. Contact myself, my team. We'll talk to you for free anywhere in the province. We have lawyers on hand. We have paralegals on hand. You know, we don't charge anything for talking to you. In fact, we only get paid if we end up taking on your case and if we end up recovering money for you uh, against the insurance company. So, again, no pressure there. We just want to give you the information that you need. John, very, very key information, very important. People need to understand they need the help of of a lawyer that has a focus and a specialty in this field because it is so it's so crazily complex nowadays and you want to make sure you get the right people on board can't hammer that point home strong enough and again it's 1-855-821-5900 help at disabilityrights.ca you know it's interesting we haven't had this conversation about car accidents and uh, you know availability of different insurance that you can claim going forward if you're injured and I, I remember last time this was a while ago we had this conversation and one of the things you mentioned was even if you're in the car with a friend or a family member and it's like you know i don't want to make a claim against the at-fault driver because they're you know a family member or a buddy it's like you're, you're not you're not claiming against the person you're claiming against the insurance so that should not deter you from from following that path right we often talk about that 
You're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, I've had cases where I presented, uh, you know, a wife against a husband. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's nonsensical, but the way I explain it to them is, look, if you are driving with a family member or a friend in the car and the accident occurred as a result of the driver, which could be your spouse, could be mm -hmm. your sibling, whoever, you have a legal claim against them. But the reality is that they're not going to pay anything out of pocket. It's the insurance company that insures yeah. the vehicle that you are trying to get to. Now, I want to make one thing clear here. I know that people are listening. Some people are saying, oh, you're ambulance chaser. I, I want to make one thing clear. I My background is insurance defense. When I started my legal career years and years ago, I worked for insurance companies. Okay, So I, I, I actually have almost an allergy to speaking with people who are just kind of, you know, trying to scam the system. It turns me off completely, which is why when we speak to individuals and we tell them we can help them, these are on very select cases very select cases where I know the injuries are legitimate, where I know that for sure the person has a case. There, there is no, you know, nobody's scamming anybody. And what we do is we put the full force of our firm, our resources, our expertise in advancing those claims to get the compensation for our clients that they're entitled to by law. So it's not a gift that we're asking for. It's not charity from the insurance company. It's yeah. getting the insurance company to pay our clients exactly what they're owed and whether that's in a case like I described before, the person who was hit by a drunk driver, or whether you're dealing with a spouse who is injured in very badly because, uh, you know, her husband or, or, or you know, somebody else close to them was driving the vehicle. Again, when you have a claim against somebody who was driving the car you were in, the point is not to get money from that individual it's to access the insurance that's right that that, that 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 is insuring the vehicle and and frankly that's why we have insurance it's one of the reasons we have insurance to, to compensate people for injuries for very serious injuries in ontario one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred help at disabilityrights.ca. Let's move on to this before we got to take a break here in a couple minutes, and that would be tips if you've been involved in a serious car accident. There you go. Uh, number one seems obvious, but people avoid it because they don't want to be that guy. Uh, get medical help ASAP. Yeah, it does seem obvious, doesn't it? But I can't uh -huh. tell you how many times I've had people, again, who suffered brain injuries, yeah. but who simply don't get the help they need, the medical help they need, uh, right there and then after the car accident. They think they're going to be better. So there are two issues with that. Number one, by not getting medically checked out, you potentially maybe put your, yourself at risk. Because if, if you know you have a serious injury uh, and you don't get help a week later or a month later, uh, until a month later, perhaps you've missed something. Perhaps you were injured in such a way that you know now that you haven't gotten the help you need, you're going to be worse off. So you need to get checked out, number one. Number two, from a legal standpoint, if you wait to get medical help, if you wait a week or a month, and then subsequently you end up starting a legal claim, for compensation against whoever was at fault, I can tell you that the insurance company on the other side is going to say, wait a second, how serious are your injuries if it took you a week to seek legal, uh, uh, medical attention? If right. it took you a month, right? It, it just, it casts doubt on this uh, on the severity of your injuries. And that's, that's a very big component. So that's really important to understand. Get the medical help you need, at least get assessed at a walking clinic, at your family doctor, at the hospital, if you feel that you are injured in any way, don't just brush it off. It could be worse than you think. And with that, we'll take one uh, small, tiny break. And we got more on the way here on a uh, Friday evening. You want to reach out anytime to Savannah and a member of his team. They're always ready just to have that chat, right? one 821 5900 help at disabilityrights.ca. That's a go-to email. There's also my 
disabilityquestions.com. And as mentioned off the top, memos about LTD, really simple. It's like Lego. You can't mess it up. It's easy to understand, and you'll be all the better for checking it out. That is ltdfaq.ca. Check that out. We'll go to a short break and get back to more of the Disability Law Show. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. You're listening to the Disability Law Show. All right, welcome back, Disability Law Show. Heading into the weekend with more knowledge. Good to have you along here on a Friday. Uh, Savannah Market, of course, is always hosted the show and ready to answer your calls anytime when we're not doing this particular uh, half hour. How do you do it? one 855 1500 Simple, right? Help at disabilityrights.ca. We are talking about tips. If you've been involved in a serious car accident, this is extremely topical, not just during the winter. It happens all year. I mean, you just got to watch the news to, to prove that point. Second tip is this, uh, Savannah, accident benefits versus tort. Explain the difference in Ontario because these are just terms that people generally don't understand, right? Absolutely, John. So one has to do with the benefits you're entitled to from your own insurance company if you're injured in a car accident. It doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. You're entitled to accident benefits under the automobile policy that covered the vehicle that you were in when the accident happened. Uh, And again, those kinds of things, those kinds of benefits include medical rehabilitation benefits, depending on the severity of your injury, anywhere from a minor injury to a catastrophic injury, attendant care, okay, if you need help. Uh, with certain thing at home, uh, taking care of you. <clears throat> and, and, you know, there's other kinds of things in the event of fatalities, for example, you know, if you're dealing with funerals, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, don't forget income replacement if you can't work. Yeah. By the way, that's the kind of accidents that you, we usually typically see. We deal with the more serious car accidents. Uh, we have a specific focus uh, and expertise in people who have now lost income and continue to lose income because of their injuries as a result of a car accident. We have experts that we utilize to assess these kinds of claims, actuaries, figuring out pension losses. I mean, it's really important. We don't typically deal with the smaller accidents. We deal with more serious accidents across Ontario, uh, catastrophic type of, uh, of injuries, catastrophic type of losses. So accident benefits is, is exactly what I said, which is benefits from your own insurance company if you're injured. Tort, uh, it's not the French tort. It's not fake. Uh, tort is, is, is what we call a legal claim against whoever was at fault for the accident. So if you are injured because somebody else rear-ended you or somebody you know, made a, a wrong left-hand turn or whatever, whatever the situation is, someone caused the accident or is at least partially responsible and you are now severely injured and you know you're, you're you have pain and suffering that is ongoing injuries which are going to be long-standing income losses etc you potentially may have a substantial legal claim against that driver or the owner of that vehicle that hit you specifically against their insurance company and it's really important to understand that that kind of a claim can dwarf potentially what your you know the type of benefits you're getting from your own insurance company so if you're getting from your insurance company 400 bucks a week for income loss, or if you're getting, I don't know, $10,000 in treatments, you could potentially be dealing with a tort claim that is worth $500,000, you know, into the millions even for your losses. So it's really important to understand that there is a distinction there and you need to get the legal help 
the, at least the advice, the initial advice as soon as possible to understand what your options are, what your rights are. Again, doesn't cost anything. When you speak with myself, with our team, they will explain everything to you. They'll speak with you, with your family members, whoever you want, just to make sure that you have all the information you need. And then you can make the decision on how to proceed. But that's a difference, John, between accident benefits and tort. Love it. Next tip, uh, you need this if you've been involved in a serious car accident. There are type of accident benefits too, right? Yeah, so we mentioned that already, right? That's the income replacement benefits. That's uh, attendant care. uh, Other types of benefits. You're dealing with damage to clothing, death benefits, uh, non-earner benefits, caregiver benefits. Again, it depends on the case. It can get very complex. Again, this is why if you speak with us, we'll give you all the information you need. Yeah, the big one, I think a lot of the big one people don't realize is uh, is stuff around the house. I mean, wintertime, getting your snow shoveled, if yes. that's not something you no longer do, just you know, having your house outfitted with uh, certain equipment in the bathroom and so on and so forth to get upstairs. This is all part of it, right? Well, it's all part of it. And, and no. you know, people sometimes don't understand also that if you have a family member that's severely injured because of, because of an accident and they themselves now have to provide services to them. Right. I mean, listen, John, if, if something happened to me, God forbid, my wife's going to take care of me. But the reality is that if I start a legal claim against whoever caused my injuries, my wife has what's called a derivative claim. She can actually advance a claim for the time that she now spends in taking care of me or doing things around the house that otherwise she would not have had to do. Now, some people out there will say, well, yeah, but that's what it's all about, right? I mean, your partner is in life. You're there to help each other. Even if it's a brother and sister helping each other or you're helping your parents after an injury, I agree 100%. But my point to you is that you can get compensation or at least there is the potential for you to get compensation for that from the insurance company of whoever caused your injuries in the first place. So you need to understand that the claim may be larger than just you. It could affect people in your life. It could affect friends and family, other individuals who are now spending time helping you because of your injuries. Next tip is this one, and this one's going to roll into the insurance company, as you know, and that is which clinic to go to for treatments. This is really key, John. I'll tell you this. Personal injury, that world is a dirty world. I'm sorry, (laughs) but it is. It is. What you see in the movies, what you read in the John Grisham books, that's nothing compared to what I have seen in real life. I hate dealing with certain clinics. I hate dealing with certain individuals. Some are tow truck drivers, not all of them, but some of them. It's a very dirty business. A lot of money, you know, exchanges hands, uh, you know, without pointing fingers at anyone. I can tell you it's very widespread. And, and one of the reasons why insurance companies are very upset at, at the fact that many clinics are not doing what they're supposed to or they're committing fraud. You know, I have some choice words for insurance companies, by the way, who don't pay when they ought to. But the reality is that there is a lot of garbage happening on the other side. So when you choose which clinic to go to for treatments, make sure it's a reputable clinic. Go to your own doctor, your family doctor, get recommendations. If you know that there is a clinic, if you've gone to massage, Cairo, whatever, and you like that clinic, those providers, continue going to these individuals. Make sure you get whatever treatments are going to make you better. That's the end result. That's what you're looking for. In addition to that, if you go to good clinics, it's going to strengthen your claim. If you go to clinics that the insurance companies are aware, scam the system, then that black mark that they have on those clinics is going to transfer to your claim. They're going to assume that your claim, your claim is suspect because you're going to those clinics that may not necessarily do everything kosher. So, so you'll be very careful which clinics you go to. Make sure you do your research and you go to a reputable clinic. Last tip, if you've been in a serious car accident, is reach out to you, Savannah, the firm, quickly, yeah. right? Get that done. 
you got to get that. Yeah, you got to reach out. You got to reach. And listen, I'm not the only lawyer out there who does this. My team is are not the only team of lawyers. I, I know the players in the field across the province. There are law firms out there that are phenomenal. They're amazing. They're lawyers, colleagues of mine. They're just great. But there is a lot of garbage. A lot. There, there are lawyers out there that honestly, I'm embarrassed that you know we're both members of the Law Society of Ontario. Yeah. I can tell you that. I'm not going to say out loud who it is, but there are enough of those people out there. For us, reputation is key. Reputation is really everything. Our reputation has allowed us to deal with insurance companies in such a way where we maximize the compensations that our clients receive. You know, when I used to work for insurance companies, when I got a claim on my desk to defend, right, the insurance company says, listen, our person was sued. You need to defend that person. I would turn the claim back, you know, to the back page where it would list the the law firm representing the claimant and the lawyer. And I can tell you, John, without without, you know, missing a beat here that the lawyer and the law firm that is listed in the back will potentially change the the assessment of how much the insurance company may end up paying you in the future. Insurance companies may not want to admit that, but that's the reality. There were some law firms I remember when I looked at the claim and I said, "Yep, the injuries, I'm looking at the injuries, I'm looking at what happened here, I'm looking at the law firm that's representing the claimant, I assess this claim as $50,000 to $70,000 in value. Whereas similar type of injuries, I looked and I'm thinking to myself, my God, I know this lawyer, I know this law firm, I think that claim is worth three to $400,000. So who you choose to represent you is often going to matter when it comes time to actually resolve your claim, both in terms of the effort they put into your claim, in terms of their resources, in terms of their expertise, and in terms of their reputation, because that goes a long way with insurance companies. And if you don't get the right person, the right law firm, you're going to end up taking, I don't know, uh, 10 cents on the dollar potentially at yeah. the end of the day. So you got to be very careful, do your research. I want to get to an email from Janice before we uh, wrap up here. It says, hey, Savannah, my father was injured pretty badly in a nursing home recently where there's been a lot of neglect. It turns out that one of the support workers there who was involved in the accident was fired the night, uh, right afterwards. The short story is that he fell from his bed, and when they tried to move him and he suffered a spinal fracture, he's in a lot of pain, obviously, and he was moved to another facility. Uh, what are his uh, rights, and what can we do about what happened? Janice, I, I am so sorry for what your Man. father's gone through. I, I've dealt with nursing home cases, uh, John. And by the way, during COVID, we heard so much about, uh, look, I mean, some t- I mean, these individuals who work there, they're not doing this on purpose. A lot of times they're understaffed, under-resourced. A lot of times the procedures are not followed the way that they should be. There's no question, Janice, that your father has suffered here and he is entitled to compensation. The family is also entitled to compensation, by the way, because now the father is a very different individual uh, vis-a-vis them than he was before this. And, and the fact that there was so much neglect, to me, this is a case that cries out for a legal claim, it, partly because Janice's father and family need to get compensation for what happened here. And yeah. number two, because unless we bring those claims these nursing homes, these places who take care of the most vulnerable people in society, they will not change their ways. So that's one of the ways to affect change, to make them pay. You make them pay, trust me, they will change. So Janice, please, let's get in touch after the show, and I'll explain exactly what your rights are, but we got to do something about this. And there is significant damages here. So compensation is going to be very high. 
It's a uh, it's an interesting topic overall. More of that to come in the coming weeks for sure. And to uh, to reach out to Savan anytime and the crew, it's a one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred email. Thanks to Janice for that one. You can use it to help at disabilityrights.ca, the website which is free and anonymous to ask questions. My disabilityquestions.com use that and then finally memos about ltd do you think we give you enough reason to contact and and get informed right ltdfaq.ca ltdfaq.ca use that anytime you want as well appreciate you hanging out on this friday evening and we'll do it all again next friday we'll catch you on the weekend as well disability law show next time the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment